Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Before we begin, a note from our sponsor. I'm Richard Jacobs, Executive Director of the nonprofit Finding Genius Foundation and host of the Finding Genius Podcast. In late 2016, I was rear-ended at 65 miles an hour by a truck on the highway, which sent me off-road into a ditch. The impact of the collision gave me a concussion and other injuries. At the hospital, a CT scan showed that I had thyroid nodules, which turned out to be cancer. It was then, when I had a biopsy in my neck, that I realized, even if I was a millionaire, I wouldn't want a second or a third biopsy due to the pain and the invasiveness of it. And appointments at that time for thyroid experts were three to six months out. And I was worried about dying now, even if that was irrational. So because of this, I've decided to raise money to conduct a literature review on steroids, on the causes of anxiety and depression, a condition that affects well over 50 million people in the United States and hundreds of millions worldwide. Our goal is to create a codex, a guide, that reveals all possible treatments for anxiety and depression for people that live with the condition or for loved ones that have it, as my wife and my son do. To find out more about our fundraiser, visit FindingGeniusFoundation.org and click on Current Initiatives. And now, to our guest. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast, now part of the Finding Genius Foundation. I have Omar Menejwala, MD. He's a chief medical officer at Dario Health, which is a leading global di- digital therapeutics company. Uh, they offer solutions covering multiple chronic conditions that, such as diabetes, hypertension, weight management, musculoskeletal, and behavioral health within one integrated technology platform. So we're going to talk about uh, Dario and uh, Omar as well. So Omar, thanks for coming. Oh yeah, my pleasure. Great, great to be with you today, Rich. If you would just tell me a little bit about your background, and then I want to talk about Dario Health and what it does. Oh sure, yeah. So I'm a I'm a psychiatrist by training. I I spent most of the first half of my career treating folks with all kinds of psychiatric conditions, at, at times treating folks who were very sick. And over time, I became much more interested in how the system of care itself was very sick, very dysfunctional. So I, I started to take on leadership roles at a variety of provider organizations. And, and then it became uh, clear when I was getting my MBA from the University of Virginia, I started to think about and apply new ways of innovating value delivery in healthcare. So I joined a, a startup at that time, which was called Catasys. We grew that to about a half billion dollar valuation. And then about 18 months ago, I, I joined my former boss and colleague, Rick Anderson, in, in this venture, Dario Health. You know, I've always, Rich, I've always been fascinated by behaviors and how we can help folks with with chronic conditions improve what they do, you know, form those habits, change change their lives. And I've I've developed some observations along the way that that healthcare is too paternalistic, that that maybe we don't pay enough attention to what's important to the the folks that we're helping, and really observing some of these perverse incentives that that have prevented us in healthcare from solving those fundamental problems. So I became very passionate about. About solving that. Well, what what problems in particular are you most interested in? Uh, that I want to ask you ones that you have insights in. But again, which ones really pull at you that you want to work on and help solve, and and why? Sure. Yeah. So you know, 
much of health is driven by behaviors, actions, the things we do. And you might think that, well, okay, if we just build a solution that makes it very simple to change behaviors, that that should work. But the the challenge is that because of competing incentives and the complexity of the healthcare system, just because something works doesn't mean it'll be effective, it'll be adopted, it'll it'll scale. And so solving problems in that space around value proposition design that confers value to all the key stakeholders and uh, solutions that can really durably and scalably change behavior, uh, leveraging technology, that's really, I think, the, the next wave and the problem that I'm, I'm focused on solving and that, that we're focused on solving over here at Dario Health. Any examples of conditions that uh, Dario has come up with a different intervention that's, that's working clinically? Yeah. So it's it's less about, and, and this is kind of interesting. So it's less about developing some novel approach to solving, say, chronic pain, diabetes, high blood pressure, musculoskeletal conditions. Those conditions, effective treatments for those conditions exist today. They're very, very treatable. The problem is that in order to get better, you have to change your behavior, you have to do something, and you have to stick with it. And it just turns out that's really, really hard for people to do for so many different reasons. And so it's it's been more about adaptively and dynamically personalizing solutions that help people form those habits and those behaviors. And, and uh, it's really about personalizing that care. And if you look at the ecosystem of solutions that are out there to try to help you with, say, you know, whether it's blood pressure or chronic pain or maybe depression or anxiety, a lot of those solutions are either one size fits all or or they use some technology, some approaches to matching you to someone who's similar to you. But the problem with that is that's very static. And so those fingerprinted kinds of solutions don't work because people just change too much. Like what I was Think about your own journey or anything you've been trying to change in your life. What you might have been willing to do last month, you're not willing to do this month or next month. So unless those solutions are really adaptive and dynamic, they can't they can't produce that long-term value creation that's that's needed in healthcare. And and you know, AI technology naturally suited to solving that kind of uh, higher order problem. So what's what's a condition in which uh, again Dario has developed a, a personalized solution? Like what's an example? Yeah, yeah. So Dario uh, has solutions for diabetes, for high blood pressure, uh, for chronic pain, for behavioral health conditions. And so an example of integrating this platform and and solving this sort of challenge for folks is let's say that you you know, you, maybe you you wake up one day, your husband or your wife says to you, okay, maybe your doctor says to you, okay, I need to take a look at, at, you need to take a look at your diabetes. You need to do something about this. Maybe your doctor has been bugging you about it or your spouse or somebody. So then you decide, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm actually going to do this. I'm going to shop around the outside of the grocery store. I'm going to walk more. I'm going to check my blood sugar. You make a decision to do all those things. But over time, life gets in the way. You know, maybe you're you're frustrated, you, you develop depression or anxiety, maybe you get chronic pain, so you can't walk as much anymore, or uh, you know, maybe work gets too busy, life gets in the way. And so uh, whatever solution that you settled on to try to do this, maybe you found an app for diabetes or something else, it just becomes less important in your life over time. So the the use case here is how can a solution become more relevant to you, more personalized to you, solving the problems that matter to you? So now, by contrast, if you had a solution that adapted to you, that gave you messages 
at the right timing that worked for you, with the right tone that you most connected with, with the right frequency, with the right content and supportive information. Like say I'm somebody who likes recipes with ingredients, you know, fewer than eight ingredients, or if I'm going to exercise, I prefer to use bands, especially if my knee is hurting or something else like that. So the ability of a solution to dynamically and adapt for that person. So let's say that person had diabetes to use that same example, and then they develop chronic pain. Can the solution adapt in a single unified platform with unified screening, unified coaching, unified user experience that dynamically adapts across those domains of personalization to give me right the right message that I need, the right support that I need in the right time to solve the problem that's important to me, not necessarily the problem that's important to somebody else. And so that that sort of use case is really, that integrated platform use case is really what drives improved engagement and improved outcomes for Dario. And by contrast, and you might not know this, but uh, your, your listeners might not know this, you probably know this, is that uh, most of the solutions out there are very narrow kinds of point solutions. Like you, you download an app, it's just for your diabetes, or you sign up for a solution, it's just for your uh, chronic pain. It doesn't adapt to you in any way. Maybe you do some screening up front to try to fit you into some solution or some you know user journey. But the problem is, is eventually you become tired of that or annoyed by that. Uh, or there's just other stuff that's important in your life. So because this thing doesn't really support you, adapt to you, change with you, then, you know, over time you lose interest and you, and you drop out. And that's a fundamental problem. turns out a fundamental problem in healthcare is not finding solutions that work. It's finding solutions that people will do or stick with. That's the real problem here. So are there specific archetypes of people, for instance, with diabetes and your solution? I mean, you know, there's one size fits all, then the other side of the spectrum completely personalized. But right. I bet you there's probably some savings. There's probably a few different archetypes of people that have diabetes that uh, you can appeal to so you don't have to completely customize it. Have you guys found that? Or That's right. Really so- that way? Before we continue, I've been personally funding the Finding Genius podcast for four and a half years now, which has led to 2,700 plus interviews of clinicians, researchers, scientists, CEOs, and other amazing people who are working to advance science and improve our lives and our world. Even though this podcast gets 100,000 plus downloads a month, we need your help to reach hundreds of thousands more worldwide. Please visit findinggeniuspodcast.com and click on support us. We have three levels of membership from 10 to $49 a month, including perks such as the ability to see ahead in our interview calendar and ask questions of upcoming guests, transcripts of podcasts you're interested in, the ability to request specific topics or guests, and more. Visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click support us today. Now back to the show. That's right. So one way of thinking about it is that there are a number of, uh, you might say, personas or archetypes or sort of initial cases, how folks tend to enter care. Um, And then uh, depending on how they do, if they get better, if they get worse, if they get frustrated, if they drop out for a while and come back in, um, then those are also important sort of data points or uh, you might say archetypes along the way. And so for solutions that can map user journeys long-term, so it's the difference between mapping someone statically, uh, like this is what you know we know about you, we've matched you to somebody like you, we've bucketed you into one of these archetypes or personas, and therefore we're going to deploy this type of user journey for you. With this, this content, this frequency, this type of tone of messaging, you know, maybe you prefer a more authoritative kind of definitive, maybe you like a more gentle, encouraging approach. So we'll present that initial 
journey to you. The difference here is that with Dario, that adapts over time. So if you are somebody, and, and you can really only develop those models, you know, if you have uh, the long-term user data to do so. And so it's really about, because as you know, AI is only good as the variety and the volume of the data that are used to train and validate those models, as well as the, the experts who annotate that data. So we have long-term user journey data, which means that as people change, as they adopt, as they lose interest in one thing and gain in another, you know, there are uh, unique opportunities to re-engage those folks. And, and you know, just a, a, a universal phenomenon in digital healthcare and digital therapeutics is people drop out and stop using them. Massive amounts of folks. Most people are gone within a month. And so the solving that problem is the fundamental problem in digital health. That's the game changer that I think differentiates second generation from the existing ecosystem of, of digital apps that are out there. So uh, are all your solutions available clinically yet? Or like how would people encounter them and run into them? Yeah. So Dario began initially in the direct-to-consumer space. And that's, you know, solving the hardest problem first, which is how do you get anybody to do anything, stick with it, and pay for it? And that differentiates from a lot of solutions that currently exist in the space. Because when you look around, it's it's really most solutions in the space are not offered direct-to-consumer if they're offered to employers or health plans. And, you know, our maybe perhaps a little cynical view is that if you're already offering the solution to a health plan, if you're already offering it to an employer, why can't someone just go buy it and use it? Um, And we think the main reason for that is that these things are not attractive from a user experience perspective for the end user. In other words, they can convince employers to buy, they can convince health plans to buy, but they can't convince people to buy them. It's sort of the same problem you have when you go to your health plans, you know, health portal or your health systems, your hospital's health portal. Nobody loves a health portal. No one hangs out on a health portal. It's it's kind of one of those things you do because you have to do it. And if there's any way to avoid doing it, you avoid doing it too. By contrast, if you have direct-to-consumer solutions, those solutions are really designed to delight people to create value for them. So Dario began in the direct-to-consumer space. We're still in the direct-to-consumer space. So that's one way you can access some versions of our solution for diabetes, for musculoskeletal, for chronic pain, for for, uh, behavioral health. There's certain ways that you can access direct-to-consumer, but, you know, a lot of these solutions are then accessible through employers as, as a benefit through your employer or through your health plan. And that's where the real opportunity for scale uh, exists and the ability to really use very rich data because health plan data and other types of insights can really inform an even more personalized experience and drive value over time. Well, very good. What's scheduled for the future with Dario over the next year or next couple of years? Are, there, are you going to just deepen your, your work in these, in these current commitments or are you going to work on other conditions? Yeah, so right now we're really focused on strengthening our strengthening our our offerings by by building out a more complete solution for musculoskeletal. So we're broadening that. Um, we're broadening our behavioral health solutions. We're deepening integration across our our condition focused solutions, and we're also focusing quite a bit. And this is a fundamental problem in healthcare around the ability to integrate data across uh, various clinical platforms to support our client needs for, you know, richer and a more usable uh, data. So if you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. We're weeks away from deploying data integration capabilities that are I think completely unmatched in the space, which is really exciting. We're, we're also continuing to innovate in our digital uh, ecosystem to create the easiest experience possible for members to to achieve uh, better health. Very good, Omar. What um, are there any opportunities that you see that uh, again Dario Health is going to be working on, but 
it's it's early days, you know, anything to entice people that uh, what's coming. Yeah, you know, I think we're in a very, very interesting time in healthcare right now. The, the industry, the rest of the world is trying to get back to some version of normal. We've acquired two companies, we acquired MSK and integrated that on platform, Behavioral Health Company Way Forward, and integrated that on platform and are focusing also on this approach to data normalization or integration with our, our clients. I think the last year has really opened people's eyes up in terms of some of the longstanding challenges, addressing things related to these health inequities, which digital is uniquely, I, I think, poised to solve. And also the, the pandemic, in some ways, it opened up a very real path for digital health uh, going forward uh, as to be a, a critical pillar in the, in the ecosystem. So at Dario, I think, as we look forward to the near future, we look at the opportunity to really demonstrate to everybody uh, a new understanding of how digital therapeutics and digital health can do much more than just improve access, that we that we can make a meaningful difference in, in clinical outcomes. You know, Dario has 24 published studies on, on clinical outcomes. So it's really about delivering clinical value, delivering financial value to those who are paying for care, delivering high value, very, very efficient care, but keeping the person at the center of everything we do, which is really what's what's missing, this kind of personalized, adaptive approach to, to driving improvements in, in chronic care. Well, very good. Omar, what's the best way for people to find out more about Dario and about yourself as well? Yeah, the easiest way is just go to DarioHealth.com. We've got a web presence there. We're also on uh, Twitter and, and Dario has a presence on all the major social media platforms, in, including LinkedIn. But Dar- DarioHealth.com is the easiest way to reach us. Okay, very good. Well, Omar, thank you for coming. And, you know, I understand that, uh, you know, all the areas you work in, you're right. I mean, the mental game of, again, following a diabetes plan for a week is very different from a month or a year or a lifetime. So that's right. That's right. We're in it for the long haul. Yeah. Awesome, Rich. Thanks for, thanks for chatting. Great, great podcast. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.